Thank you for listening to today's message. Avenue Church is a Christian church located in Las Vegas. For more information, visit avenuechurch.cc. Enjoy the message. The journey to get here, guys, was a little crazy. So we're in this series called Family Vibes, and I want to just have some pastor confession time to share a little bit about the craziness that Becky and I just kind of went through the last 24 hours to get here. So we were leaving Fargo last night. We flew out of Fargo. Our flight was three hours late. And what that meant is our layover in Denver, uh, the plane that was supposed to be coming to Vegas that we were on, left without us because we weren't there. And uh, so we were trying to talk to these people at the airport about, you know, this does United have, I'm like, it's Denver. Like, you got to have tons of flights to Vegas. Like, what's going on? And no, we don't have anything until the next morning. And, and uh, I'm texting Jeremy and Lindsay, and they're just like, you, you don't have to come. And I'm just like, I just knew I was supposed to be here. I just knew. I was like, I, I'm supposed to be at this church. And I felt like God gave me a word. And, and I just knew, I was like, I want to preach in this series, Family Vibe, and I want to I talk about generosity today. And, and I just knew, I was like, I've got to, I've got to be here. So we, we, we get to Denver, and we found this, this other flight that was at a different airline, and we knew that we could jump on that flight and, and uh, kind of fight for our refund. And, and anyways, and, and, and we told them before we got on the plane to Denver, we said, we're not taking the next trip to Vegas because it's not until, you know, through United. Because it's not until 7, 8, 9 in the morning. Like, that's right when I need to be at church. So, we're, so don't forward our bags. Don't forward our bags. We'll get them in Denver and then take them on to the next flight. What did they do? <laughs> they forwarded our bags. So we found out that... Our bags are getting, they're probably at the airport right now, which doesn't help me when I got to preach and look good because we're in Vegas. And so, so I get, I'm talking to the, the person and, uh, and there's, how many people know that, that the changes of plans, especially in the airlines, is a fruit tester. Like you get all this fruit that comes out of your life and it isn't always good fruit and uh you know, I'm telling this guy, I got to be in Vegas at this time, and my bags aren't going to be there, and, and I'm supposed to preach. And he's, like, probably thinking, like, you're supposed to preach? Like, what? You, you're losing it right now. And, and uh, so, anyways, we get here, no bags, get in, check into the hotel, super, super later than when we were supposed to be here, and we're tired. We're just like, all right, we'll just go to bed and I'll just, you know, figure it out in the morning. And I knew, I was like, I know there's like one safe place. There's one place I can go to. It's the place that all people from, from Minnesota, they go to to find help and solace. It's Target. I said, what time is Target open? And uh, I go to Target and I walk in and it's like just these this burden just like lifted off my shoulders, like it's gonna be okay. I'm gonna find me a sweet coat, and uh, and I'm gonna get an outfit. And uh, and when you walk into Target, the vibe is different than Walmart. When you go to Walmart, you're going to work. I got my list. I'm in and out as quick as possible. 
And, uh, and, and I'm like a little nervous when I go to Walmart. But if I want to just go and relax and just like take my time and get a Starbucks, come on, Target and Starbucks, like at the same place. And they were so smart to join forces. And, and so I just felt the weight just lit. I'm ready. I'm ready to preach because I went to Target and I'm okay. And what, and what does that have to do with family vibes? Well, again, the vibe is what you experience. The vibe is, it can be a feeling, it can be, but it's more than just words. And, and your, your culture and the vibe that you have at Avenue Church is so important. It's so important. It's, it's more actually, I'm going to be so bold to say, it's actually more important than any message that's preached on the platform. Because if you're average, let's say that your average is around 300 people in this church and A-team, I think you have almost, you had almost 200 people at the A-team night. Maybe, maybe your church is bigger than that. Anyways, the, the, if you have like three, 400 people coming here on Sundays and you got 200-something people showing up for A-team party, there's 200 different people preaching their own message. That's the vibe. Can I just tell you about this? This is an amazing church. And the, and, the, and the, yeah, you guys are amazing. And the vibe that Becky and I felt this morning when we walked in and the vibe that we feel from your senior pastors, the connection, the relationship that we have with them is so important. I've got a picture of my family. My, my four kids couldn't come with us this time. These are my four beautiful children. My oldest is Zane. Yes, clap for them. And then there's Tate, and I have twin daughters, they're 11, and we have so much fun as a family, and maybe we'll bring them to Vegas sometime, and you guys can meet them in person. Uh, but for now, they're just going to have to watch on the live stream, guys. I'm sorry. You, you get to come next time. And I want to jump into a, a vibe specifically that's so huge to a church, and that's the, the vibe of generosity. And so today I want to talk about the joy, the joy of generosity. How do we get to a place where we are experiencing joy in our generosity? I got a couple of scriptures that I want to start out with. In 1 Samuel chapter 29, this is David and he's praying this prayer and he's talking about these people that are joining together to build the temple. And this is what he says. He says, who am I? And who are my people that we should be able to give as generously as this? Everything comes from you. Really important principle in here. We are not owners. We are stewards. Listen to this. We have given you only what comes from your hand. Lord our God, this abundance that we have provided for building you a temple for your holy name comes from your hand, and all of it belongs to you. I'm a steward, not an owner. I know, my God, that you test the heart. I know that you test the heart and are pleased with integrity. All these things I have given willingly and with honest intent. And now I have seen, check this out, with joy, with joy, how willingly your people who are here have given to you have given to you, how willingly 
your people have given to you. Honestly, when we start talking about the subject of money, especially when we start talking about money and resources, and, and it's one of the things that, that people can, they can make the excuse like, well, all I do, all I come, I just come to church and all they want is my money. I don't want to go because all they want is my money. Can I just, just start off and just kind of let you know this, especially if you're new here. Um, you can come to Avenue Church the rest of your life and not give a dime. And we will invest in your family as equally as we will in anyone else that comes to this church. Like, so, so you can just immediately just take that, maybe that excuse or misconception and, and just put, that's not true. That's not true. Uh, giving, and we're going to share about this, is more about influence than it is about your acceptance. You having the ability to influence this city and this community and, and be a part of a, a something incredible, something so incredible. And, uh, and so that, that's really what this message is about is how do we deal with our hearts? How do we deal with, with this idea that it is like Jesus said, and there's a reference for this in Acts chapter 20. He said it's more blessed to give. It's more blessed to give than it is to receive. And so how do we get to that point where we're like fired up about giving? Where we're like excited and we're, we're like joyful and we look at it every time we think about it or, 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 or we have the, the idea of it or every time the Holy Spirit speaks to us about it, we're just like, yes, instead of going, oh, man. I have to give, I have to, you know, I have to do this. And I, I really feel like the Lord wants us to get out of that mentality of have to and, and get to that place of want to and get to and have the ability to and am honored to and, and fired up to. Like, how do we get to that place that David was talking about? How do we get to that place that Jesus was talking about where it's, it's more get blessed to give? Well, I think that we have to do this. We have to understand that generosity is really, it's a matter of the heart. So many times we want to talk about metrics or we want to talk about different things and we want to talk about percentages and we will. We'll talk about tithing later on this morning. And, but, we, but, but really, ultimately, when it comes to what we give, it always starts in, in the heart. Pastor Lindsay mentioned that today. It's an overflow of what's going on inside. It's an overflow. And so what we're doing this morning is, <coughs> excuse me, I just want to use an illustration and I've asked them to bring up four chairs, and there's four different people in, in their different walks of life. And they're going to come up, and we're going to share an il illustration about spiritual maturity. So, because maturity is really about more than what's happening on the outside. Maturity is about what's happening on the inside. It's about what's happening inside us so that we can get to a place where God develop us, uh, develops us in a way that we joyfully get to be a part of. I, I'll never forget, Pastor Jeremy mentioned just the ability that, that we had as a church to, to invest in Avenue Church. And, and I just want to say, like, that was a joy. That was a joy for us to invest in, into this church. And, and it was a joy. And, and, and this morning, and we're going to share about this later, that, like, we've, we've brought more money to invest in and give. Not because why? Because, because we, we're excited to partner with this. Like, we're, we're, we're excited to be generous to, to you guys. And how do we get to that point where we get excited? How do we get to that point? And so I think the first is, and we're just going to use this illustration, it's to realize that, that everyone's kind of in a different journey in their walk. They're in a different journey uh, spiritually, and they're in a different journey uh, even when it comes to where they're at 
uh, when it comes to generosity. So the first person we're going to talk about is, is Hugo. This is my boy Hugo. Hugo recently gave his life to Jesus. Come on. Right here at Avenue Church. Right here at Avenue. So he's, he's what you would call spiritually. He's, he's, a young, he's an infant. He just is like, I just got saved. I'm like, I'm right, I'm right here. Then we have Emily. Emily's been, she, she's known about God her whole life, but she really started maturing in the last year. She came to Avenue and started growing and getting, like, connected and saying, you know what, I'm serious. I'm going to be intentional. So she's, she's older in the process of her spiritual maturity. Then we have Lorenzo. This guy is fire. And Lorenzo is he is he's a spiritual young adult. He's using his gifts. He's he's making a difference. He's connecting with his purpose. He's working on anything in his life that's keeping him from God's fullness. Like he's he's flowing, right? And then we have Pastor Monica. I mean when 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 Pastor Jeremy was talking about grandma that that like you're the person you call first to find out if Jesus came, that's like Pastor Monica, like she like, she's not like grandma, but she's like so close to Jesus that you wonder if she's going to get raptured at any moment. And so, so like she's a spiritual adult. She's been serving Jesus for all, she got saved in a life group and has been in ministry with Pastor Jeremy and Lindsay for a long time. So really awesome to see. So you have these different places in different, uh, you have these people that are different places of their level of maturity. So this is the same way that it goes with giving. I've got some illustrate some things I'm going to use to illustrate. All right. So what in the world does this have to do with with giving? We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Uh, the Apostle Paul wrote this in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 9. He, he talked about this, and Jesus actually talks about the parable of the sower in Mark chapter 4. But it says in 2 Corinthians 9, it says, Whoever sows sparingly will reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided. Here it is, a matter of the heart. What you've decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver, a joyful giver. And God is able, listen to this promise, God is able to uh, bless you abundantly so that in all things, man, listen to that, in all things at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. As it is written, they have freely scattered the gifts to the poor, and their righteousness endures forever. Now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way so that you will be generous, that you can be generous on every occasion, and through us your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. Okay. So, Hugo, my boy Hugo here, he's got bread in his lap. What does this have to do with sowing? Well, what this is, is this is a representation because of where Hugo's at. Hugo is reaping the work that everyone else is doing. Bread is a, bread is a result, bread is a result of, of someone harvesting the grain, making the bread, doing the work. Why? So Hugo, when he, when he came to Avenue... He could eat 
He, he can have something to, to partake in. He, he, and, and honestly, sometimes I think we, we, we as especially church planners, pastors, we're, we're always like, how do we get people to grow? How do we get people? Yep, we need to get people to the next step for sure. But we need to realize that there are people in a season and all they have to do is receive. And I just want to say this. I actually think that there's different seasons in our lives where we need to come back to a place where we're receiving from God. Especially if you're getting to the place where you're giving begrudgingly or you're giving reluctantly. It's because you're not realizing what you, what you have received or you haven't put yourself in a position to receive from God. God, I need, I need you. I need you again. And so, so, so everyone, when it comes to this level, You've got to be in a place where you receive. And then eventually you get to the place where you start watering. Emily's in a place where she, I, I saw her this morning. She was in the front lobby. She's had a sign. And so she's what? She's giving of her gifts, her times. When it comes to finances, the person that's in this position, when, you know, they, they might take this, this envelope and, and, and they might just put maybe five, ten dollars in it a week, or they give kind of based off of what they feel like. What, what do I feel like giving? I feel like, okay, I feel like I could do this. Or I, I, it's more based on, their giving isn't strategic, it's not intentional, it isn't even really out of obedience, it's more out of a feeling. And so, so we, can, we need to get to a place where we get past that. And I would venture to say that a lot of people, especially when it comes to giving and spiritual maturity, they, they're, they're stuck right here. They get to a place where they want to grow and they want to maybe even grow in giving. But when it comes time to start cultivating the heart and it comes time because the spiritual young adult is, is cultivating their heart, they're going to... They're going to Avenue Connect groups and finding freedom. They're dealing with the things that are keeping them from fruitfulness. They're dealing, and this, this is even in the area of finances, it'd be like going through financial freedom with Dave Ramsey, like getting, getting tools and resources of things that would keep you from being able, you know, dealing with your debt, dealing with maybe poor stewardship, dealing with, why? Why am I cultivating? Because I want to have influence. I want to change my city. I don't want to let the things in my life keep me from being the most fruitful person that God wants me to be. So my job is to do the work, respond to the Holy Spirit, let him deal with the rocks in my heart. Let him deal with the, that mentality of that it's mine, that all my resources are mine and I get to do whatever I want. That's what kids do. That's what kids do. They just stay, it's mine. It's mine. Adults get to the point where they say, you know what, I, what I've been given, what I've been entrusted with, it's my life is, I'm here to be a blessing. And that's what Pastor, Pastor Monica, it, it, she's got this big bag of seed. I love the illustration that Paul is using in 2 Corinthians 9 when he says, whoever sows generously. I think that we are never... I think that one of the ways that we can be most like Jesus is when we give. Jesus was looking for ground to sow in. He was looking for people. He was looking in the most unlikely places. Why another life-giving church in Vegas? Why? Why? Because Jesus is looking for ground to sow in. He, he, he's looking for, for people to invest in because the kingdom... 
The kingdom is about people. Yeah. He, I love that Pastor Jeremy in week two, he was talking about dreaming big dreams and, and having the desire to believe God for a building. And I think that's so important. I think that's so important. But let me just tell you right now, a build, there's lots of churches that have buildings and their culture is terrible. And I just want to tell you, like, what, why does that matter? Why? Because we have, to be, we have to be aware that you can go for a building, but what makes a church special are the people within it. What makes you guys special, what makes you unique, what makes you awesome is your character and, and you responding and saying yes to God and you realize the opportunity of what you've been entrusted with. And I just have a question before we move to the, the next steps is this, is where is your treasure right now? Where are you at in, this, in these steps? And Jesus said it this way. He said, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Like what really, when you think about it, I mean, if we were just to, you know, if we would have asked you today, just bring your budgets to church today and let's read what you spent. You know, anyone here have that, that app, Mint? Oh. Mint is like what the, the notification on your, on your phone that shows you how much time you've spent on your phone this week. They're like, dear God. Mint is the same way. Like, this is what you spent your money on this week. And you're like, what? What? How did I do that? Like, Target gets me every time, guys. Like, right? You, you know, like, like, but where, like, what do we, because what you're putting your time, your attention, your affections in, that's what you treasure. That's what you treasure. That's what you're invested in. And, and so how, and maybe you're in a place today where you're like, man, I, can, I don't even have this mentality of, man, I'm right now, I'm just, I'm more, I'm just eating, right? I'm eating the bread. And, and God's like, you know what? It's, he, he doesn't want you to stay in that place your whole life. Maybe you're, you're, you're having that mentality where, where you're, you're, you're just watering. And, and, and we've, we, put a, we put an envelope in, in your chair this morning. And, and I think that this is important. We don't pass buckets in this church, which I love. And, and so if you want to be specific and intentional about generosity, you have to choose to, to take advantage of the, the opportunities that you've been given. And so you can give online. You can give right here. But I, I want to challenge everyone in the room today. And I really feel like this is from the Lord. Uh, that, that, that every single person needs to respond today. And here's how I want us to respond. Maybe you're in Hugo's place and you're just in a place where you're just receiving. So take that envelope and just say, you know what, I'm in a place where I'm just receiving right now. Thank you for Avenue Church. Thank you, God, for what you're doing. And just respond. And take that envelope and just put it in the box on the way back and just say that. Maybe you're in a place where you're just giving $5, 10 15 $20 a month. Even if you're online, I want you to respond today and just say, you know what, we, my wife and I gave online this morning personally to, to Avenue Church, but we also have an envelope that has a check from our church. Like, we're, we're sowing. What, what for? Because we were responding. We're saying, God, what did you want from us today? And I would say if you're in this place that every single person you just take a moment before you leave, and I want to teach you a principle about giving. Ask the Holy Spirit what he wants you to give. Just say, Lord, what do you, what do you, what do you want me to give? How do, how do you want me to? And, and maybe it's, uh, you know what, I'm going to automate what's important to me. I'm going to sign up for online giving today after church. Or, you know what, I'm going to do that right before I leave. I'm going to just take a moment, and I'm going to sign up for online giving. 
Maybe that's where you're at, where you're like, you know what, I want to I wanna do more than just kind of every once in a while when I feel like it, just I want to actually be strategic and intentional. Maybe you're at a place where you're tithing, and you're like, you know what, I want to I wanna give more, I want to I do more, and I just want to speak about the tithe, because even sometimes you talk about the tithe and people are like, 10%, dear God, you know, like, uh, I actually think that we can get legalistic about the tithe. That, that sometimes people are like, you know what, uh, the tithe is the law, and Jesus fulfilled the law. Absolutely. He absolutely did. If you actually look, though, like tithe is pre-law. Abraham was tithing before there was law. And, and then also if you look at, like, New Testament generosity, it's actually, like, everything. Like, people were selling their homes and giving everything. Because they were so convinced about the mission that God had. Okay, so, so maybe you're at a place where you've been tithing or you haven't been tithing. And it's just time for you to get in, in strategic about your, your giving. You're, you're saying, you know what, I'm giving to the place where I feel like giving to now I, like, I want to give. Like I want to give. I want to be strategic. Okay, next step, maybe you're in this place and you're already in Pastor Monica's seat where you're giving, you're, you're pouring out your life, you're giving your time, your resources, and, and, and you're saying, you know what, it's time for me to give above and beyond. You know what, maybe you've been, you have the gift of generosity. Maybe you have wealth or you have, and I would just say at the end of the day, what are you storing up? Where is your treasure? What are you investing in? There is nothing greater in, the, in, in our world for you to invest in than, than this church. It's not. So, so wherever you're at, again, the principle, Holy Spirit, what do you want me to do? Because there's one more chair. There's one more chair. And as they bring out that other chair, I'm just going to read a scripture. And I love this scripture. It's in Matthew it's in, chapter four, it's in chapter 13, it's verses 44 and 46. It says, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid again. And then in his joy, he went and sold all that he had and he bought that field. Okay, so we already talked about the first next step is to get to the next chair. Wherever you're at, it's time like let's grow. Let's choose to grow in our generosity today. Let's choose to get to the next chair. The, the next chair. The last next step is to get the picture. So this guy had a picture, and here's what he had a picture of. He had a picture of the kingdom. Because here's the thing. You may not realize it, but Avenue Church exists for this chair right here. And what this chair is, is this chair are the people that are in this community that aren't here and they're supposed to be here. We got like a plant here. It's a it's a tomato plant. It's already got some fruit on it, and it's and, and, and eventually it's going to be ready to be what harvested. Jesus said the fields are ready to be harvested, and this is the scripture that I really feel like. What was that guy doing? What was he doing when he bought that ground? He was saying, you know what? It's so valuable to me that I'm willing to give everything that I, I'm joyful. It says that he was joyful to give. He was excited about that. So how, how do we get excited? We get a picture of, you know what? Pastor Monica gets a picture and she says, you know what? I used to be Hugo. I used to be Hugo. Pastor Monica gets a, a, a picture and she I used to be Emma. What, what? I, I'm on this progression. Now I'm here to bless other people. 
And what am I doing when I buy that ground? This, what are you doing? I just believe this is a prophetic word for this church. That, that right now you're, you're, you're buying the ground. It, it isn't like that your generosity is paying for something, but it's investing into a kingdom that cannot be seen. It, it, it's, it, it's, it's block by block, school by school, heart by heart. It's one step at a time. It's filling this chair with person by person by person by person. Get the picture. Get the picture. God sees that empty chair as an opportunity that's next to you. You will never know the power of why this church exists until you bring your unchurched friends and unchurched family here and see them get saved. Can we pray? I think all of us today, you're challenging us to get to that next step. You're challenging us to, to move from one seat to the next, whether it's spiritually or, or, gener- or in our level of generosity, whether we want to or whether we don't want to or we're in a place of receiving or maybe you're calling some of us to the, want to to a place of where we're joyful about it. God, would you help us do the work in our hearts? Holy Spirit, I pray you speak to every person what they're supposed to do with that envelope. And Lord, that we would just be obedient and that you would move and that you'd bring a new level of joy and generosity to this house. And before we move on to the next part of the service, I just feel like always it's important. Maybe you're here today and you realize I'm in the empty chair. I'm today, I'm here, I'm broken, I'm hurting, I'm here because I need a life-giving connection with Jesus and I'm disconnected from him. I'm broken. I need connection to a family and to, to Christ. I need forgiveness for the things that I've done that nobody knows about. And I just want to say, if that's you, this church was built for you. And if you're here today and you recognize I need this life-giving relationship with Jesus, we're going to respect your privacy by keeping our eyes closed and our head bowed. But I just want you to be so bold because I want to pray for you and we want to pray for you. I just want you to raise your hand and say, Pastor, that's me. I need a life-giving relationship with Jesus for the first time. Thank you for that hand. Is there anyone else? Come on. The harvest is ripe. Thank you for your courage and raising your hand. Come on. Church, someone said yes to Jesus today. Can we pray together to say, Father, thank you for Jesus. I receive him today. I give my life to him. I choose you. Help me to follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's message. Avenue Church is a Christian church located in Las Vegas. For more information, visit avenuechurch.cc.